0: This is an excerpt from Different Ways, Revealing the Feminine by Seal. Published 2020. Chapter 26 Lilith and the Nature of Negative Space. Part 4 Mr. Rubato. I'm so very thankful for the opportunities that the Internet provided. I was fortunate in being able to practice safely expressing myself on the internet through chatting and writing. That allowed me a voice and gave me my footing. I had quietly grown in a way that was just beginning to externalize after discovering an interactive, virtual lifestyle. It seems all my life I've moved by grasping and learning to utilize one skill set and resource after another as they arrived on the horizon. Of the modern world. Of all the things that tossed me a life ring, buoy, electricity, art, pop culture, democracy, feminism, free education, radio, libraries, the media, civil liberties, and social assistance programs, nothing rescued me in a timelier manner than the Internet. I would not have had a way to reclaim myself and tell my story here without it. I imagine this is true for many. I am not a well-educated person, but I am industrious with tools and resources. I learned this very early in my life and mostly via a lifelong affiliation with libraries. I always knew that there would always be an answer or clue in a library If I didn't understand a concept that was brought to my attention as an adult, whether it was human sexuality or how to fix my truck or the more complex aspects of mathematical concepts and philosophy, I would go to the library. If it was an enigmatic ideology, I'd hit the juvenile section of the library and teach myself these things until I became more knowledgeable and I could grasp the more advanced thinking on the matter. The trick is knowing the right question to ask, and how to utilize a resource. The Internet works in much the same way, in its allowing access to needed information. The Internet, however, has expanded this concept. It has leveled the playing field for humanity, for interactivity with the technology and other human beings. As long as it remains accessible to everyone, we will all enjoy a unique equality in access to information and a route to a virtual reality to enhance our known world. Everyone can add to the knowledge. All of these human-derived gifts, however, come with a shadowed caveat. The Internet has a shadow side. Virtual life has altered our conception of time and space it has empowered excitable people with abusive agendas and constricted minds and released them of culpability for their actions it created an egress in human consciousness that belies an obvious consequence for participation it seduces The Internet threatens our natures as humans, even as it attempts to save us and our planet from destruction. Like all liberations, like freedom and democracy, it requires discipline. It requires boundaries and education for us to be able to better utilize these gifts. It requires soul. My my, my generation. I'm of a culture who loves to find fault. We actually believe that identifying a problem outside of ourselves is all that is required to live a full life and be entitled to peace. I've found that it has and always will be asked of our humanity if we spot disease, discomfort, or discord in our world or someone's life. It is our responsibility to respond, to help heal it in whatever way we can because we are seeing our disease, discomfort, and discord. That is how it works. If there is blame, it is always on the blamer, and to blame the blamer is to lash oneself to the problem in a hopeless yet ineffectual clusterfuck of pain. Herman Melville wrote a book about this very human tendency. Blaming is done every day to people, who are acting out our collective dysfunction for us in the world, many currently as leaders, and the hateful attention feeds them. It feeds their role, impressing us into a narrative of hatred and suffering. It is addictive and bonding to share this type of hating the hater. Though it portends a promotion of awareness, it simply fuels and fixates the contributor's and is making the transition worse by energizing the very focus it intends to obliterate. Awareness doesn't need to be promoted. This isn't Kentucky in 1776 when information had to be curated and painstakingly distributed. We all have the information at our fingertips. Awareness needs to be applied. The time spent bitching, bullying, and railing is time lost resolving, supporting and investing in positive outcomes? our thoughts are energy and they have power. they are like food. Once we get beyond the projecting self-hate and shame, we starve the source of our hate and have an opportunity for renewed choice to focus on solving the actual problems endemic to a wounded and challenging world view that insists on fear and impoverishment. You fascists bound to lose. There is a reason we are reenacting the old Hitler trope. We didn't get it right the first time. Now we have the opportunity to recognize how this kind of violence finds footing and is set loose in the world in a new way. We can, if we choose, understand our part in its existence and heal it. We need to try and understand that these monsters rise from the depths of our own unconscious, and it does not serve the lesson by running through the classroom, overturning the desks, and shouting down the teacher. These events are a prompt for us to apply what we have learned about human behavior since we designed wars, saw what they revealed of us, and discovered that armed conflict doesn't solve or resolve anything. You can't kill hate with hate. This requires a deeper, thorough, and respectful application. Our mustachioed monster lives and thrives until we understand this. Thank you for listening.